This is Together 24-7, Episode 23. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, Together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. And welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I am the only non-Italian today, Barry Cohen. <laughs> and I am one of three Italians today, Catherine Napoli Cohen. Oh, Catherine, Catherine, Catherine. <laughs> Tell us about our other two Italians, will you? Okay, so it's today's the all-Italian show, so uh, get your spaghetti, get your pizza, and get listening. Today we have Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo, and uh, we've already discussed before the show where we're all from, from Italy, uh, swapped recipes, did things like that, so uh, so that's all taken care of. Um, Tony, Tony and Elisa are the owners of One Extraordinary Marriage. So One Extraordinary Marriage is all about your extraordinary marriage, basically. I'm thinking yours and not just one in general and theirs. Um, they are co-hosts of the number one marriage podcast on iTunes, the One Extraordinary Mar Marriage Show. Um, and they speak to worldwide audiences about sex, love, and commitment. And they talk intensely about the challenges every listener has in making their relationship. Um so very interesting stuff. Want to talk a little bit about the family. First of all, they've been in business together for six years and doing this. They're married and they've been married for 18 plus years. Um, when I see the plus, it either means that I forgot or um, Tony wrote up the... Tony probably filled out the fill form. Fill it out. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I, I have no know. idea. <laughs> they have two children, ages 12 and 9. Um and they, you know, Tony and, and, and Elisa talk a little bit um, in their bio to us about some of the things that um, that couples have to deal with, uh, pornography, financial crisis, and the child loss. And that is extraordinary. I know my niece and nephew went through that. It could be devastating to a marriage. I'm going to go a little bit off track. We have couples, they're in business together. That's a stress enough. Tell us just very briefly, maybe a little bit about how, I don't want to say gets over, get, gets through. How do you do it? How do you guys um, do that? Because I think it, if you can stay together through that, you can stay together through anything. And keep a business operational. And keep a business operational. And well, profitable. Yeah. <laughs> you just keep adding layers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Layers. We'll keep going. Hey, we got time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know... What we've dealt with in our marriage is it's not anything that other folks haven't dealt with. Um, but dealing with the loss of a child, really, it, it is one of those things that rocks you to your core. And it was it was a challenge for us because we, you know, I, I, not we, I, um, I went into depression 
after our son died and just really kind of checked out of life, even though we still had a two-year-old and, and didn't want to, I didn't want to be intimate with Tony physically, emotionally, any which way. And so it's really been, I mean, that was, um, our son Andrew died in 2004. So it'll be 11 years this year and, and every year gets a little easier. Um, but it is one of those things where it took a lot of doing on both of our parts to say this wasn't going to be the end of our marriage. This wasn't going to be the end of what we had already built. It was going to be a chapter in our lives, but it wasn't the final chapter. And it's it's been, I mean, actually the blessing that came out of it was that our daughter who was born after Andrew died, um, when she was about three, she started asking all of these questions because her older brother had said, hey, we have a brother in heaven. And she started asking all these questions and forced us to have to come to terms with our grief and our pain and find a way through it through our, our emotional connection. That is so sad. I, I can't even imagine. And our hearts go out to you guys. And yet, that is so such a blessing for you guys to share that and and to help others through that. So thank you so much for sharing that and and helping others through that through your um, through your podcast. And now you guys went into business together after all of this happened. This is mm -hmm. part of the journey that got you to where you are and got you to the business. So tell us why did you start this business together? Have you were you entrepreneurs in the past? Um, you know what made you decide that this was the way to go? Yeah, we've had multiple businesses. Um, I've I still currently run a, a full time service business as well, and you know always doing a little side hustle, um, you know different little projects. And hey, you know we can try this out, we can try that out. And one extraordinary marriage came about because we were going to lead a small group at our church. And the, the thing that I really wanted to touch base on, because I couldn't find it anywhere, nor could Elisa, was just talking about sex openly, honestly, transparently. Let's, let's just talk about it. Here we are, you know, kids are five and two at the time, and we're running around with other couples who have kids in that age group, some older, some a little younger. And I just felt like, my goodness, this is such a vital part of our relationship and yet nobody really wants to talk about it so we're about to start this small group we're watching some tv and on this specific station the today show or something yeah, one of the of morning that, shows there are two couples on one um had gifted her husband sex for 365 days and they wrote a book about it and then another couple they went 101 days mm -hmm. and it was one of those times where i was looking at this and i'm like my goodness, this is what we're going to be talking about. Wouldn't this be an awesome idea? And so I looked at Elise and I said, hey, you know what? What if we do, because the group is going to be going on for eight weeks, so basically two months. I said, what if we do a 60 days of sex challenge? And no joke, he hadn't even finished the question and I'm shooting him down. I'm like, no, no, we're not doing that. Like, no. And let me go put on a green facial mask just in case you thought you were getting any tonight. Like, that's not happening. Not happening. Um, but it was one of those things where the next day I'm standing in the garage with a basket full of laundry. Cause you know, we've got a two and a five-year-old at the time. And, and I really had this thought of, if I'm not even willing to try, then our marriage is over. Right. He hasn't asked me, you know, for the impossible. He asked me for sex for two months. I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibilities. And it was really from that experience and what we learned about ourselves and about marriage 
that the following year after we spoke at our church marriage retreat about our experience, that somebody said to us, well, quite a few people actually, what's next? And the what's next became what's one extraordinary marriage today. Wow. And also, in in addition to one extraordinary marriage, I know you guys do some coaching mm-hmm. and some speaking. Or is that all part of the same um, umbrella, for lack of a better term, I guess? Yeah, okay, umbrella is a good word. It, umbrella is a great word. It is all under the one extraordinary marriage umbrella. Um, we started with the well, we actually started with a blog and found you know six years ago that blogging for us on a regular basis. Uh, did cause quite a bit of tension in this marriage relationship working together because coming up with fresh content every, you know, two days or three days, I think we were trying to do was just really draining. And that's when Tony suggested that we podcast. And back then I had no idea what a podcast was. And so he orders this equipment and we stare at the equipment for probably two months. (laughs) And I'm like, is that a $500 paperweight? Like, what did we buy? And so January of 2010, we busted out the equipment and sat down and recorded our first show. And as the show over the last five and a half years has picked up traction, that's where the program started getting developed. That's where people started saying, hey, if if you can do this, can you teach me how to do it? And that's where the coaching came from. And, you know, the speaking again, it's like, okay, well, we, we don't just want to hear you on the, on the podcast on iTunes. We want you at our, you know, marriage retreats. We want you speaking to our men. We want you speaking to our women, you know, and that type of thing. And so that's where the speaking has grown from as well. Wow. And it's, I was going to ask, um, you know, when was you the were moment, going to, or you are going to, uh, no, I was going to ask about the, you know, I, I got my list of questions here, listeners, you know, that you've, you've listened before, you know, the drill, um, <laughs> The moment you realized you could do this without ruining your relationship, but it sounds like from from what you were saying, Elisa, that you had to do this almost. Otherwise, it would ruin the relationship. Yes. In fact, we actually got, there's a, there's a couple episodes, episode 84 and 85. Uh, yep. um, so that would have been about a year and a half into podcasting. And Tony had, he had said something kind of offhanded in one of the shows and like a bunch of our female listeners were just, you know, they were sending us the emails like Tony shouldn't be talking to you. Like, I mean, it was just, he was just taking a lot of abuse. And so he calls me one day and he's like, I'm done. Like, I'm done doing this. We're not doing this anymore. I like, I quit. And I remember looking at the phone and saying to him, great. Are you prepared to pay for therapy? Because this time that we talk to each other every week, like we sit down and we dedicate and yes, there are people listening, but it's about us first and foremost that was our therapy time. And, you know, when I told him he was going to have to start paying for it, he's like, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, right now it's free. Yeah. yeah. Now that I have to think about paying for it. And so that really became, that was one of our, uh, the turning points in doing one extraordinary marriage and creating one extraordinary marriage was this realization that, you know, when we started it and when we titled the company, it, our goal was if we could help one couple create an extraordinary marriage, right? Just one extraordinary marriage. And what we realized at that first pivot point was that the marriage that we were helping first and foremost was our own. That's because fantastic. We, well, you know, when you get intentional about a relationship, it really does change what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, you know, anything, anything that you do, I think you learn your, the most for yourself and then, and then you blossom out and give it to others. So um, mm-hmm. that, that's pretty much how life works. I I also think that talking is a lot easier than writing. Going from the blog to the podcast oh, yeah. had to have made your life a lot easier also. Oh yeah, it was. You know what? And back then, 
you know, it's not as sophisticated as it is now. And as many people have it, I mean, geez, on your, your iPhone, there's a podcast app back then. I mean, we were just trying to figure out how to get people to iTunes and to find a podcast. But what we really found out is that we could be behind the microphones and we just wanted to share. Again, it goes back to what we wanted out of that, that small group study. We wanted to hear from people who are going to be open, honest, and transparent. That's what it was because I felt like there was a disconnect. There's folks talking about marriage and yet they weren't talking about the real stuff that was going on in marriage. It's like, I get, you know, we want to romance our spouse and everything, but what happens when you try to initiate sex time and time again, and you keep getting rejected? What happens when, you know, an argument ensues and the silent treatment happens for a day or two days or four days? You know, how do you work through that? And so we really came to the show going, we're going to be honest. We're not perfect, nor will we ever say we're perfect. But there's one thing we will do, and that is we're going to be open, honest, and transparent with you. Because each week and week by week, you're going to be seeing us work through certain things, and we're going to be growing as well. And through that, now with almost six years of shows, people go, they find us, and they'll go back to episode one, and they start listening to Tony and Elisa six years ago, and they start growing as well because they're like, if Tony and Elisa was there six years ago and look where they are now, then we can do it. And so that's where it's come. The, the show itself has evolved, though, and become tighter. Mm-hmm. And that's just because we've grown as, as individuals and as a business and we just find that for us, it just helps for us to just have more structure around it. That leads into the next question perfectly, division of labor, because it is, it's, um, you know, when you're doing a podcast, some people do this just as, um, you know, a, a passion, uh, something that they want to do. It, it's a great opportunity for you to just, you know, vent, vent. We vent. Uh, you put it out there. But you, you don't spend the big bucks on the equipment, though, just to vent. No, you don't spend the big bucks yeah, to vent. No. But it does, It, it in, a, in a lot of cases, it becomes, I'm really good at this, or I'm exploring this, or, you know, I want to explore this more. And it becomes a business, like with you guys. You're now speaking, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're doing all kinds of other things. So tell me about the division of labor. You're both on the podcast together. And even with the podcast, is there a division of labor in editing and publishing? And tell us all about who does what, how does that overlap, and how do you check on each other without okay. driving each other crazy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's start with the podcast because that's what we're most known for. And that's what we've been doing the longest. Um, so what we've done almost from the beginning is we'll, we'll start just racking our brains for what we're going to talk about. And, you know, sometimes that just happens, you know, we'll be driving down the road and it's just like, boom, this is it. Mm -hmm. And, or it may be coming like the day before and we're not onto anything yet. And then all of a sudden something happens. Somebody calls us. We, we have an argument or we have a discussion that we find intriguing and we feel like, wow, that's something we haven't talked about or haven't heard anybody else talk about. Let's bring this up. And so that's where the title usually comes from. We, we do that together. The next piece is content and Elisa does all the content creation. So she'll go through and she'll find um, the quote for the show. 
She'll find the hug. We do on the top of every show what we call our hugs. And hugs are emails, iTunes reviews, uh, voicemails from folks. I mean, it could be a Facebook comment, wherever people are uh, connecting with us. And that's from them. That's their hug. And, and we reread those because the one family is is worldwide and we want to share their stories because it's amazing i mean most of the time i come on and i'm hearing them for the first time because elisa will just pull those and she reads them and i mean i can have tears in my eyes just going oh my gosh look what has happened because of these folks taking action and listening to our show so she'll pull that we'll pull our sponsorship uh placement in and then you know she's creating that content and we're both, you know, we're just going through it, you know, and she usually takes uh, a little more of the lead on that where I'm color commentary. <laughs> and that's just sort of how it's, it's evolved where I'm more the storyteller and, and she's getting through those points. And so that's the show when it comes to the back end side of the show, then I take the show still. And I, I don't do, I, I won't say I don't do any, but I do very minimal editing. We don't we don't cut stuff out um, if it's raw and Elisa's crying or I'm crying or there's just some harsh words maybe said between each other. We leave those in again. We want to be open, honest and transparent. And so um, mainly I'm looking at normalizing the file, uh, getting it into an MP3 and then I take it from there and, you know, get it up on the site and ready to go and get posted on uh, at Tuesdays at midnight or 12.01. And so that's where that has gone. As the company has grown though, we realized that we had a lot on our plates and we are just starting to get overwhelmed. And so four months ago now? Uh, probably a little bit longer, but yeah, about four months. Four months ago, we really just said, it's time to open this up. We can't do everything. And so at that point in time, we, uh, me personally, I was really looking for somebody to be our, our marketing director and strategist and was just totally blessed to find this amazing woman who has helped us tremendously in that area. And with her, we also um, ended up hiring a, a virtual assistant to assist her and assist me. And then because Elisa does all of our content creation, be it books, programs, anything in that world, uh, I hired Elisa a an executive assistant mm -hmm. to help her stay in line and and what we what we need to get done, and so we we've had to walk through this and talk about how we want to divide it so we can run our business and still have our lives mm -hmm. as a married couple. And I think a lot of it comes to figuring out where your strengths are. Like I can sit down and and push out content. And, you know, that's just like, let me be creative. Let me start writing. Let me do this kind of stuff. And, and Tony is so strong in operations and all the marketing and the back end. And so, yeah, which is stuff that's like a whole nother language to me. And like, I don't, you know, I don't even know what you're talking about. Just here's something to market, take it, take it and make it pretty and let's go. You know, I'm on to the next thing. Um, and so, but we had to learn that because there was time when he's like, I need you to get more involved in the podcast. I'm like, I don't want to speak that language. It doesn't. And so once we figured that out, things have gone a lot smoother for the business. And we've seen a lot of growth because we're not fighting against what doesn't work for us. And we're hiring out those pieces that neither one of us are really strong in. Right. That's that's a total thumbs up. First of all, 
you know, our listeners, many of them are just thinking about or just starting their own companies together with their spouse. So listeners take away two big points here. And we've said it time and time again, figure out what your strengths are and figure out where your weaknesses are and, you and know, exploit your spouse's weaknesses. No, no, no? Honey, no. that's, that's not how <laughs> that's it works. That's not how it works. That oh. one doesn't work so well. Oh. Yeah. No, we've tried that. It doesn't work. Yeah. So exploit your spouse's strengths is really more what you're supposed to be doing. I don't get involved in the podcast either. I don't, the, the, the equipment is in Barry's office. All the technical stuff is in Barry's office. I don't get involved with that. If my, but you, you do what you're good. You, the show I, notes. Right. That's awesome. You're great at show that. Show notes, writing ideas. Yeah. In my computer, something happens. I just stand there and whine until you come into my office. So know what you're good at. That's number one. And number two, hire out. And when the budget is tight and you think, mm. oh my gosh, I can't do this. Trust me when I tell you, whatever you're hiring out, you will make that back and more because you're not dug into the minutia. So two really good pieces of mm -hmm. advice there. And let's let's um, go into something that I I find this fun. I don't know why. I mean, because <laughs> you've got a weird personality. I, I do. I, I want to know what your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement was and how you worked through it. I would say entrepreneurial fight, but you two can't fight. You just disagree. <laughs> no, we do fight. We do okay. Fight. Well, then like, give it to me. Well, Valentine, like, well, personally, Valentine's Day this year was quite a doozy. That was probably our most recent, really big personal. Or, or our vacation this summer. There's all kinds. We, I mean, we share all this. Well, we'll audience. keep we'll keep it to business, though. We'll yeah. keep it to business. Um, you know what? About six months ago, before we hired the marketing director, and then we started bringing on the assistants, uh, Tony and I were really going head to head on whose responsibilities were what and why weren't things getting done. And you know, you mentioned at the top of the show that twelve year old and the nine year old that also live in our house, and you know, we work from home. I, we have kids that, you know, live in the house, so they've got, you know, sports schedules and they've got after school activities and they've got stuff during the day. And so I'm also, I also wear a mom hat during the day. And so there was, we were kind of going back and forth with Tony, like, why aren't you getting more done? And me saying, walk a mile in my shoes on a given day and tell me why I'm not getting so much done. And so when we brought on the marketing director, one of the things that she, as a tool that she brought to us was um, a platform called Asana. And so for all of your, you know, fledgling entrepreneurs or people that have been doing this for a while, Asana is a um, project management application that is, it's free, it's desktop, it's mobile. Um, but this allowed us to assign tasks. Like we, you know, if we've got a project, um, like for the podcast, you know, I know what needs to be done. And if I've got to bring in somebody else to like, if I need Tony to, you know, get the title done or get something done, I can actually assign that task to him and it doesn't require any conversation. It just shows up in his, e his inbox or on his task list. And we've done this across all of our projects now. So it's not like, well, I'm just going to assign you 500 things. It's no, I really have to think about what tasks does Tony need to do and vice versa. What tasks do I need to do? And because we don't have to have this back and forth about it, it's just like, this is what needs to get done to make the project be successful. And because we can share Asana across our team, everybody's on board. It minimizes all of the, well, this is now your job responsibility coming down from on high. It's like, no, we're all playing on team and this is the team platform that we use. That's pretty cool. So you had the fight and then you resolved the issue 
and yes. you've come up with something good. So you, they took all three of your questions they did. all at once. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I, I will. I will have to say though, what at least I didn't bring this up, but I think oh. one of the bigger one of the big areas where we would have disagreements a lot, uh, especially early on, was time management. Oh yeah. Like oh. when are we when are we getting the show on? Oh, we're gonna do it now. And then before you know it, it's eleven o'clock at night. And Elisa's like, well, you know, this and that. And and I'm going, honey, you don't understand. We got to do a show. And once the show's done, you're done. Like, you're going to go get ready for bed and you're going to hang out. And I still have to do all this stuff and it needs to be up by 12.01. So, and and I remember, and I, obviously I'm getting a little worked up even right now thinking <laughs> yeah. about it. because Thanks, Barry. <laughs> my you. pleasure. Mm. This you. is my, yeah. this is what I'm here for. My job is done. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> And it was one of those things that, you know, it would just be a frustration. And so we really had to get on the same page when it came to, okay, when are we going to do the podcast? Mm -hmm. Like, what day do we generally want to do it? And if we can't do it on that day, what's our what's our second best bet? But we got to make sure it's on there and we just need to get it done. And I don't want to be doing it at 11 o'clock at night anymore. And I know starting out, some of you may have to do that because you are running, uh, you know, a full-time business or you're at a job and, and you're just getting something going. I get it. And what I would say with that is just mark off that time and have your, your number one time slot and then have your number two. And then this way, you know, hey, it's going to get done from 9 to 10 on a Sunday evening. Kids are in bed or whatever you're going to do or 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., whatever it's going to be. So that way you're not both just sort of like, well, when you tell me it's time to do it, we'll do it. And it, it just feels so like, oh, gosh, is it going to get done? And it would just frustrate me. <laughs> well, then I guess it's kind of hard to actually do the podcast if you're if you're not in the zone, if you're feeling bleh. Oh, we've done that. Oh, yeah, we've done we that. We have. There is one episode that we actually recorded. It was one of the early ones. And um, we got all the way through the recording it had been a great show, and all of a sudden, Tony's staring because we stare at our laptops when we're recording. And all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh no!" And actually, there were probably some other words that he used, but you know, we'll keep it clean for the audience. Yeah, thanks and, for the uh, no explicit label. Yeah, no explicit. <laughs> um, but suffice it to say, it probably was explicit. And uh, I looked at him. I'm like, "What happened?" He's like, "I lost. Like the show's gone." And so we spent an hour, this is already at like 1030 at night. We spent another hour trying to, re instead of just re-recording the show, we try and figure out ways to recover it. And we don't. So we're like, okay, we'll just record it the next day. Well, I had a meeting that night. I come home late from my meeting. So now he's already upset that we have to re-record. Then I come home late and I, you know, walk in and he's just, I mean, like you could see the Fuming. smoke Fuming. coming from his ears and he's, and yet we have to record the show. So our audience got a healthy dose of Tony and Elisa in rare fighting form. <laughs> yeah. and, and have you changed your recording setup since? Uh, we, yeah, we have not had that problem since then. And, you know, partly because we've got better show notes and, you know, just if we had to do it again, um, we would just go right back into another show. Yeah. Know, and typically we're recording on Sunday's show comes out on Tuesday. So it's usually, and that's okay for us. It's more of a down day for us anyway. So to, to put in the show there, we, we feel comfortable. And then if our Sundays just, we have things going on or if we're out of town, we know we'll throw it in on uh, Monday, either Monday morning or we'll get it in Monday evening. And that's, and that's fine now. I mean, after 
so many years of doing it and same with you guys, you know, when you do it so much, you're, you're pretty good at knowing what you're going to do and how much time it's going to take you early on. It was more of a frustration. Sure. And Tony, I'm going to give you an opportunity now to make up for your frustration and the, and the feelings you just had of negativity and, and tell us what some of the joys of working together 24 seven are. Or oh, being out working to, to being together 24 seven with your beautiful bride. Uh, yeah. Like say that with a little more conviction. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> you, oh yes. Oh yes. You, you know what? Um, there's just it, it's fun now when we just get on that same page. It, it really is. I mean, we're we just get into this flow of where we're at, and it's exciting. Like when we're coming up with a new workshop or a new program, or we're looking at you know, even a, a show or an article, when we when we get in that zone, and we're just we're just helping each other. And and I really just, I do enjoy that that time. Um, you know, even doing interviews, like doing this interview with you guys. I don't do it by myself, I get to do it with Elisa. And, you know, to me that that means a lot, because I get to really spend a lot of time hearing and just being around her in these situations where, you know, other businesses I've run, it's just me and you're just doing your thing and you could be gone. And, um, you know, you're just, you're just doing your thing and you come home. How was it? Good, good. And, and this, you know, even after an interview like this, we'll be talking about it. We'll, we'll, we'll share what we, we, we enjoyed and, and how we were able to, to share and express ourselves. So it, it's a cool place to be. That's so sweet. That is. I know. I even just got a kiss on the cheek. Aww. Aww. Wait, there's a little vomit that just came up. Stop. <laughs> he's so, he, he's so, so like horrible. That. He's so horrible. <laughs> that, that hey, was... I am romancing. So, you know, <laughs> gotta... one of us has to. So yes. now, are there, is there anything that you guys do to separate your family time from your business time? Working on that. And a big part of that was hiring the executive assistant mm -hmm. to really help us. And so we're still working through that. Um, gosh, you, you know, just having been in business for so long, it, it's just part of who we are. I, I honestly personally don't feel like there's anything wrong with it. You know, we, we go in and out of business to personal time what we want to try and do more of though is to to shut down certain periods of time and just be able to go okay it's date night and we're just not going to deal with anything you know for four hours and be able to just shut that down i mean one of the, one of the benefits with um the the niche that we're in is that you know things like date night and having sex are required so you know, we get the benefit of that's built into our business model. Um, and so, well, it is. It is. Okay, you're, he's I, looking at me I like, agree. really? Uh, and because we talk about it all the time and, and we talk about communication, all of these things that we, that we see are challenges for other couples are things that we are constantly having top of mind, constantly realizing, you know what, that didn't go so well. We need to ask for forgiveness. Or, you know what, it's been a week since we've had a date. We need to go out on a date. And what are we going to do? And and, you know, so these different things that I think a lot of entrepreneurs that aren't in the marriage world could tend to brush aside 
we have literally surrounding us in our office. We have it hanging up on our on our stairs where we've got our family values. We've got, you know, our kids who know the strategies that we use with our clients. So like one of our strategies is called palms up, which is just a body language change. And so our kids know if if we start arguing or if they start arguing, somebody in our family is going to say palms up. So, you know, it's it crosses the line for us, but I think because we're so focused on relationships, we don't run into that like we don't ever have any downtime. Well, that's cool. And lastly, in this segment is, uh, if you could give our listeners one piece of advice, what would it be? Ooh, that's a big one. Be intentional. Yeah. Be intentional. That, that's a good one. Um, a one. Whether they're doing it, you know, in regard to their business or to their personal life, you know, when you start when you make decisions from a place of intention, when you know what you want your end goal to be, then you line things up that are that are in alignment with that goal. It's when we react to things and we're just like, okay, well, I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get too focused on that. And then, you know, the squirrel comes running over to the left and the squirrel comes running over to the right. And, you know, this new social media platform looks great. And I've got to write five blog posts and all and like all of a sudden your business is going in twenty five different directions. Or you do the same thing in your marriage where it's like Oh, you know, we'll get around to date night. We don't need to put that on the calendar. We'll have sex sometime this month. We don't need to put that on the calendar. And yeah, we'll have a conversation. We'll put that, you know, we'll just, we'll do it next time we have a date, which, you know, who knows when that's going to be. And so what we found in our own marriage, in our own business, and with couples that we've worked with around the world is that when they start laying out those intentions of what they want, they start changing everything in their life to meet those intentions. Amazing how that works, isn't yeah. it? Yep. I know. It's kind of crazy. And what books are you guys reading right now, if any? We are both readers. And um, interestingly enough, are you reading John Maxwell too? I am. Oh, that's so I funny because we keep our you know separate nightstands. Um, I'm reading John Maxwell's uh, Five Levels of Leadership. And what are you reading? I'm reading The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. So those are, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you were reading John Maxwell. Yeah. See, you constantly are learning something new about your spouse, you know? You just have to look on the other person's nightstand. You'll figure it out. It's too I, far away in a, in a we, we, in we have eastern a, king. Yeah, we have an eastern king. So it's so. wider than longer. So it, it's it's sort of big. It's like six feet to his side of the bed. So, you know. Oh, so yeah, wait a second. There's, I never heard, there, there, I've heard of California, California kings. King. Yeah. I've never heard of an eastern king. Yeah. So, yeah. California yes. king is like the same, a little bit wider than a queen, but longer. And an eastern king is the same length as a queen, but wider wider yeah so we've got like an extra i don't know like 12 inches across yeah are you guys tall no, no. Fat, side to side are you side guys side. fat so, side to no <laughs> we just like we we, just, you we saw their like picture having, number one number like, two if you like don't edit <laughs> no it, you should have asked the no, no, obvious no, question you should have asked the obvious question how many cats do they have that sleep between them because that's what oh, we no. need no they have no, kids no 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 yeah, they, no pets. And, we, kid, and we lock the door. Yeah, no kids in no, the bed. No, no, no. We just like our space. We'll cuddle. We'll cuddle in the beginning of not at the beginning, like right before we go to bed. Like we'll read. We'll cuddle, and then after that, it's like, ah, okay, wherever you are on this bed, you're at least you're in the bed, and we're good. Our toes may touch like midway through the yeah, evening. I mean, we find each other in the bed, but basically, it's like having two twin beds, and yeah. so you know, we've got our own space, and we cuddle when we need to, and you know. <laughs> 
And if you need to find out what he's reading, you just have to take an Uber over to his side of the bed and boom, there you have it. There you go. There you go. All right. So now we're going to leave the the (laughs) non-Italian out of the uh, the equation, although he does more cooking than I do. I'll leave the room. You'll leave the room now. So this is the just for fun food round. Uh, What is your favorite meal to cook together? Or if you guys don't cook together, then what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Silence. I was gonna say, uh, okay. You both. Oh, I, I was gonna answer both. Cooking together is is usually like barbecuing. Yeah, we, we we love to barbecue here in San Diego. It's it's great. We eat outside almost every day, as much as we can. Yeah, uh, and eating out is sushi. Yeah, we're huge sushi fans. Huge sushi fans. And you are in San Diego. And is that mm-hmm. a you know I I asked this of somebody else, but is that like a requirement for podcasting? Do we have to now uproot and move to San Diego? <laughs> No. Okay, no. good. No, not at all. We are here before all of them, but Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> They followed us. They followed you. Okay. That sounds I'm, good. I'm a Southern Californian, uh not born here, but was raised here since the age of one. So this is this is my home. And I was just smart enough to marry a guy from California so I didn't have to do winter anymore. That's, so you know that, that is smart. We just moved so we didn't have to do winter anymore. Yeah. All right. And Red, white, or beer? Okay, so I'm just going to share with your audience that we knew we had these questions ahead of time, and we were actually laughing at this question um, because we've had horrendous wine experiences in our past. So Tony like saw this, and he's like, red, white. I'm like, that's wine, honey. It's wine. He's like, oh. Yeah. My okay. dad wouldn't call me Italian at times. I'm, I- I'm ready to take away your card, Tony. I'm ready to take <laughs> away your membership card. I drink my espresso. All right. So... I'm I'm good there. Um, you know what? When I saw all this, it, honestly, it's iced tea. It's I, I don't typically. I drink a beer and I'm like, ugh. So I, honestly, I cannot remember the last time I ordered a drink out. It's iced tea. Yeah, so and even here at the house, it's for both of us. Um, yeah. yeah. Although I will say that if I had to, if I had to pick the red, white, or beer, um, I do like Moscato. Everybody does. Everybody does. <laughs> well, it's like and drinking then, sugar. I was going to say, you were at the, where were you at last week at oh, that the networking wine house. event? Yeah, that was at the wine house. Yeah, you were I old. did have a Moscato that night too. Yes. And then as far as the beer, um, Maui Brewing Company has a fabulous coconut porter. I've had That's it. That's a great dessert beer. I, That's a great dessert yeah. beer. You have that with like a brownie and some ice cream. Oh, Yeah, there, there's so a good. restaurant here called the Barrel Room, which is all wines. And they have this like well, it's, hot it's all wines and then they have like Well, they have beers. food, but. Uh, well, that's because they're anyway, they're sister company or kids. Brother. Kids. No, no, no. This is all good. This is, this is, this is Tony and Elisa lie. Um, but they serve this warm, hot fudge caramel brownie with. And the first time we had it, the waitress was like, "I would recommend the coconut porter." And so we had it together, and I'm like, "Ugh, that's to die for." Yeah. Well, and that and that's a good way to have it for sure. I'm gonna get in my car now to San Diego. <laughs> And, 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 and the first the dessert, and I've had the coconut porter before, and that is fantastic. I don't uh, recall you sharing the coconut porter with me. Uh, we it was when we were in Hawaii on our cruise. Oh, okay, okay. So that's you, we you, could get it here. It's okay. Okay. Total sounds, Wine has it. Sounds good. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna just take a break now and go ahead and thank our get, sponsors. Thank our sponsors. That's what we want to do. So we'll be right back. Hello, listeners. We know that many of you are tuned into the show because you're looking to start a business with your spouse or life partner. If the business you're looking for is to help small businesses grow and prosper, 
If you're concerned about economic ups and downs, if you want a business-to-business company, well, then you want to start your own barter exchange. Want to learn more about what a barter exchange is? Don't even have the foggiest clue? Then go to www.barter21.com forward slash together. That's www.barter21.com slash together for your free ebook and a $150 discount certificate to their Launchpad Plus setup and training. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. And we're back! I hope uh, you edit that well. I'll edit that out. That's a, No, I won't. No, stay you in. won't. No, it's you more won't. fun this way. Uh, so, so we're back with our uh, episode, not episode, segment. Wow, my brain isn't working today. I'm it, off. You're way off. I'm off. So our se- last segment of the show is our pet peeve of the day. And this one is going to be personal. It is. I it love is. personal ones. It's going to be funny. And hopefully through this whole thing, uh, Elise has been thinking of her personal one. But Tony, you've got a pet peeve. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, describe it for us and describe how it drives you crazy. Fasten your seatbelts, kids. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. So my pet peeve is, and this is something that came out on our show because as we are we are discussing something at one point in time, and I was just trying to explain how as I'm sitting in our office and I'm seeing just stacks and stacks of papers and books and this and that. And out of that, I just said, you know what, Elisa, you're a piler. And lo and behold, that's something that's truly out there. And it, it's, it truly just sort of drives me nuts because I'm even in our office right now, I'm looking on her He's desk. He's clenching his fists. He's so tense right now. There's, there's, just, there's just like piles of stuff. And I remember actually prior to even coming up to the office down on our kitchen table, there's just like piles of just paper and who knows what, if it was up to me, this, this is what I honestly would do. I'd get a trash can. Everything on that table would be in the trash can and out the door. I, I okay, don't my turn. care. So. My turn, because I just think of one. <laughs> well, hold on. Okay, wait. Hold on a second. And now for our second pet peeve of the day. Elisa. <laughs> so, you know, it's so interesting that Tony talks about all the piles because I realized as I was you know, here recording this with him and listening to this. So my family starting with my husband, has a problem putting things into the garbage can. Like they will put stuff on the garbage on the counter right above the garbage can, but they can't get it into the garbage can. It like baffles me that there's like this crazy 12 inches that they can't move their hand down. And it led by by my fearless, wonderful husband. And it got so bad that was it probably like two months ago? Yeah. Everybody was in bed. I was cleaning up the kitchen and I'd had it. So I took a piece of cardboard, like from an old pizza box, and I wrote on there, and it was like, if you've picked it up, used it, blown your nose on it, eaten the crumbs <laughs> off of it, whatever, 
throw it away or stick it in the dishwasher. I am not your servant. Love, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Love, mom. Love, mom. XOXO. XOXO. That is so hysterical. That was well, good stuff. You know, and just the irony of the fact that, you know, here's a man that. And we pile it there, too. For and you. you pile it, right? So, <laughs> so like, he's a piler. So, no, no, no. The piler. whole thing was that if we pile it there for you, we, th- we thought you would, be, you would embrace it. You are just it. making that up. <laughs> you are oh, trying man. now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. See? Wow. Yeah. So, so everybody thank you for giving me a voice. Now okay. everybody tune into their podcast so you could hear yes. the aftermath of all of this. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. So I want to so much thank Tony and Elisa for being our guests today. We are laughing hysterically over here. We're having to like mute the microphone so that I I I squeak a little when I laugh and I snort. So that's that nobody needs to hear that. Um okay. so thank you guys so much. Um Contact information, uh, oneextraordinarymarriage.com, info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. They have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, iTunes. That's the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. So if you guys are listening to Together 24-7, probably means you're married and in a relationship, probably means you need to listen to Tony and Elisa's show as well. And tell us again uh, when that, how often you release and and all that fun stuff and where to find it. Yeah, so every Tuesday it's released and um, find it on iTunes, Stitcher, any of your podcast catchers, you're going to find it. If you just Google One Extraordinary Marriage Show, you're going to find it in many, many places. Mm -hmm. So however you listen to your podcast, put it in there, you'll find us. And And there's almost 300 shows, so there's a lot to listen to. That is fabulous. Well, I know what I'm doing for the next week. That's it. Binge listen. Binge listen. And as for us... As for us, I'm going to make this easy. Everything you need to know about us is on our website. It is www.together247.net. And to get to our podcast directly on iTunes, it's together247.net slash iTunes. Uh, Everything else, you'll find all of our Facebook, Twitter links on there. Probably Periscope will be on there. I can't talk all that much anymore. Our newsletter. I wanted to talk about the newsletter because I got to start writing that, but our newsletter link is over there. Why do you sound like you're whining about it? I I am whining about it, aren't I? Because I haven't been doing my job and I whine to myself about things that I haven't done. But don't whine into the mic because, you know. That's true. So our newsletter uh, sign up is over there. Guys listening, sign up for the newsletter. I promise not to bombard you with weird stuff. Just. Uh, cool well, it might stuff. be weird, but it might be weird. It won't but be a lot of it. It won't be a lot of it, and certainly not jokes. Um, but do sign up for the newsletter, and we'll send you something really cool. Tony, Elisa, thank you so much for being our guests. We really enjoyed the show. Thanks again. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. Thanks, you guys. This is awesome. Okay, and we'll see everyone next time. Bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.